Season 3, Episode 15. You're listening to the Punk Theology Podcast Quarantine Edition. Doing another show on emotional triggers. What does this feel like this time in history? Spring 2020. Punk Theology is a listener-supported podcast. The video for this is on our Patreon page. Patron. Patreon. Whatever. uh, Slash Punk Theology. Or go to punktheology.net where you will find links to Twitter, the Facebook group, Punk Theology Pub, as well as YouTube. And now, brought to you by the strict censorship laws of the European Union, it's time we break out the old parental warning explicit lyrics bot. This audio recording may include inappropriate references, excessive profanities, and potentially unsuitable material for younger children. There, you've been officially warned. It's... 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 punk theology! Triggered as fuck. I don't know. Is that what we're talking about? Haven't we done triggered before? Yeah, but this is a different time, Derek. <laughs> Holy shit, man. This is like just surviving. I don't know. Living through. You know, it's funny. We have uh, three generations here and it's all our first freaking uh, pandemic, right? It's true. Yeah. yeah. There hasn't been a real pandemic. Uh, there's been epidemics, but not a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that 17 or? Yeah, yeah, I guess Spanish flu was probably the last one, 1918, 1917, yeah. Yeah, that was a while back. Yep. So, Derek, you got some bad news, right? Yeah, my... Ooh, uh, Chuck is here. Chuck is here. Look. There we go. Right on. I just, uh, where is he? Hold on. I got together with him last there he week. Is. Hey! Voila! Chuck! You got to click that uh, mic button, buddy. Audio. Bottom left. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're awesome, man. I miss oh, that. Hello. hello, hello. I miss that. Hey, buddy. How do, does it sound? Uh, do I sound okay? You sound yeah. awesome. You look great, Chuck. I'm. Well, thank you. So do you. I'm going through the through the headphones. Wanted to see. Um, yeah, you've got a slight delay between your lips and your audio. It's super distracting, but that's yeah, fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're watching yeah. some foreign film been dubbed. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Russ teased me, and then he welcomed Chuck in. And well, my uh, Chuck knows my uh, uncle died yesterday from COVID nineteen. Really? Yeah, it was, it's pretty shitty, honestly. It's I'm sorry. It kind of hit hit us sideways. Uh, he had kind of a rough lot in life in general. He was born pretty mentally handicapped. Uh, according to my grandfather, uh, the doctor was drunk that delivered him oh. and didn't get him breathing fast enough. Right. Wow. And uh, so he had pretty severe oxygen deprivation for a couple of minutes right after he was born. Um, Is that your dad's or mom's side? No, dad's side. Um, yeah, and he was going to be really smart. Like, he's kind of that classic rain man idiot savant type where um 
struggled at times to take care of himself, struggled through school, but he had the all of the stats. I think it was in 1973 through and 1973, 74, and 75 uh, MLB from the back of the baseball cards. Every stat, really? every stat. Yeah. Wow. wow. Um, Memorize yeah. that stuff. Huh? Yeah, he was, how, old was, how old was he? He was 70. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was hard to, you know, hard to tell how much longer he would have had. Right. Um, my grandma just died the month before. Um, and he he could do a so-so job of taking care of himself. He wasn't very, didn't live a very healthy lifestyle, but it, he, could, he at least had his own place. Um, but there was some concern about how he was going to get taken care of with my grandmother dead. Um, but mostly it's just, he was, he really loved family. He really loved people. He worked for Pillsbury for like, like 40 years or something like that. Uh, he was kind of a bit of an icon over there. Um, everybody that worked there knew him because he worked there for so long. They were poking in the tummy when you were little. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic <laughs> Pillsbury move. Nope. If I were uh, Bill's very happy yeah, doing man. that shit all the time. Uh, yes, I, I, it was just it's just kind of a shitty way to go out. Yeah, okay. like he was such a family guy and such a person, a people person. He loved hanging out with people and to have him kind of confused by himself in a in isolation in some hospital bed somewhere was uh, kind of a shitty so way. To go. Did he have it for long? Was it a drawn out process? maybe 10 days, not terribly long. Uh, they could tell early on that it was going to be bad. And they were saying if he did make it through, he's probably going to end up in physical therapy for a long time just because it was messed him up. And then his, I guess his kidneys shut down, which I guess is becoming a more and more common thing for people as their kidneys start to fail. Um, it was kind of one of those things where like it, my, in the long term, it might be a good thing that he just went because he was going to be pretty messed up if he came through it. And that's well, that's, a, that's what sucks about this too. Is like there was no one with him, right? Like no yeah, one, it was just a well. The so it sounds staff. like so his sister got all you know bundled up with a mask and everything, and when they pulled him off the ventilator, she was was able to be there for half an hour. So he was pretty far gone. I don't think he knew that she was there, but at least she could be there. Right. And then, and then my dad and his brothers did a Zoom meeting for half an hour. Um, so they were able to be there remotely, which is better than nothing at least. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah my dad, it hit my dad really hard. Um, my dad's been kind of defending his brother for 70 years or 65 years. And, uh, and it was, it's just a shitty way to go out. It was just not considering how much he struggled in life and how much shit he had to go through. It's it seems like a pretty unfair way to f make somebody go. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. He was a good. He was a genuinely good person. He was really nice guy. So was he in Idaho or California? No, he was in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So Minneapolis, yeah, and I guess the one good thing is Minneapolis just doesn't wasn't hit very hard by the virus yet. No. So at least the nurses had time to take care of him and make sure that he was comfortable and all that stuff. That's um, really good. Yeah. So I mean, if 
looking for any silver lining. That was a big one. Uh, yeah. He, he, and my dad said he talked to the nurses a couple of times and he said both the nurses and doctors seemed really attentive and like they'd had time to, to really figure out what was going on and we're keeping a close eye on him. So at least he didn't go out miserable. Yeah, that's the, the right. thing about the being overwhelmed and flattening the curve and all that. Now the hospitals here, I heard, are, you know, they want to open them up again. To There's less not COVID patients, and that's been a whole thing. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a weird time. You know, if somebody has a heart attack, is there going to be enough beds? And they're, like, leaving beds open just in case all of a sudden a flood of people come in, and and now – like that's is that smart to do you know let the hospitals handle this you know it's weird the government's getting involved and shit like that but and then in in uh, the midwest there's all these protests like that's kind of triggering the fuck out of me a little bit you know it's like we have the right to assemble in this country which is great but you can't just barrel your truck through a crowd of people because freedom you know it's kind of i don't know is that what they're doing it's, it's still subjective uh, that it's hard for people to really wrap their mind around it, right? It's definitely uh, right up against that line, which yeah. is why I think it's so disturbing. Of the, you know, the, there's the whole libertarian thing of you can swing your fist as much as you want as long as it doesn't hit my nose. Yeah. And this is, yeah. there's some nose bumping. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's about as gray as you can get with those. And, you know, it's funny seeing the protests. It's like the people are just packed in together. Uh-huh. Like, man, okay, like you're just gonna go for it. Yeah. Okay. Some of the protests that I like though are um my neighbor's telling me about her neighbor growing up was a part of a protest back east and they decided that they were gonna flood the town with driving around. And so they essentially just created traffic jams in all of these cities. Nobody got out of their car. They're just well, that won't work now because the there's no traffic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was but a yeah. dude in Colorado. There's a bunch of hospital employees in Colorado that walked out, and there was like a video on the I saw on Twitter or something, and this guy's wearing scrubs and standing in front of this truck full of fucking rednecks, you know, in Colorado, and they're all like, rrr, rrr, and he's holding the sign, and the other guy's got like America flag, and and he's just standing there like, no, like go the fuck home, you know, listen to fucking experts, like what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, I yeah. get it. When this thing started, I think a lot of us were like that. Like, I was like, eh, you know, it's a flu virus. I even have a brandy works in healthcare. It's like, it's an aggressive flu virus. We just didn't know the numbers, back then. But now we the know. The numbers more. still indicate that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Numbers are all over the place. They are. That's the part, hard part. I think the lowest death rate that they have so far is either South Korea or Germany. Uh, and uh, Germany still got like close to three percent death rate, so we just don't know enough about it. To, I mean, the bottom line is, if we just let it go, it'll overwhelm the hospitals. Like, yeah, clearly, there's there's what seven, eight examples of that happening right now. Yeah. Like, that's something we know that if you just let it go, uh, hospitals will get crushed. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. But yeah, they're, I don't know. I saw a thing in Israel where they're protesting Netanyahu because he's under corruption investigation. He just retained 
control of the government. Uh, but they were in a big grid pattern where they were six feet apart from from each other in a big grid for the protests. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. But the Americans didn't do that. Americans yeah. just made a big old cluster up in front of the Capitol building. <laughs> There's all these weddings on YouTube now where people are doing that. Like they're going to weddings on a grid, you know, and it's an outdoor wedding and somebody's, you know, facilitating it. And that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. It's, I think people are still getting sick from that, but maybe not as many. Yeah. I've heard that there's been an explosion in weddings, like, because it's like a really good excuse to elope, you know, if, if you didn't want to have a great big ceremony, like this is a really good time to, Oh, fuck yeah. Let's, let's get married now. You know, Hey, honey, you know, invite your dad. We can save eight grand. Yeah, it's great, great excuse. Yeah, that horrible <laughs> uncle of yours doesn't have to come. All right, right. we have yeah. an excuse. He can he can tune in on Zoom. We can right. yeah, a Zoom wedding. Yeah, yeah they're, they're having those. They are having Zoom weddings. Yeah, if if Zoom, someone, Zoom uh, wedding, Chuck. Oh, I'm all down for it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it just saves the main grant. <laughs> yeah, it saves me money, and then I'll invite everybody. And then, hey, by the way, send me two hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? There you go. There's a cat butt oh. on the on the camera. Look at that, Steve's got the. It's my wife's cat. My who... cat just crossed your path. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I like your pussy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say that to all the girls. <laughs> no, just the guys. You know, my dog's oh. out in the kitchen. So are you uh, you unemployed, uh, Chuck? How's how's the employment situation going for you? No, I'm busier and shit. Uh, my boss thinks that I'm essential and that I should be. <laughs> I'm so essential that I need to show up to the office every day. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're busy. It's, and that's. I'm kind of like outside of this weird bubble. Um, business has actually increased. We just hired a guy at the beginning of last month. We're looking at hiring another guy at the beginning of next next month. Uh, we're just slammed with work. Wow. And you would have Derek no idea. It's kind of the same thing, right, Derek? Or yeah, I've been doing a lot of work. Civil well, engineers. Well, the only thing that's left to do right now is planning. So nobody's doing construction, and all the work's just going straight to planning. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a ton of planning to be done. And uh, government's probably going to start pumping out money, so our grant funding will probably go up, which is a good thing. But again, like... We had, I talked about this last week, Chuck, of kind of feeling like I'm missing out a little bit of like, man, I kind of wish I was stuck at home doing <laughs> nothing. Like, that sounds kind of cool. It sounds yeah, I got shit done today. I felt days. good about myself. I got, uh, I fixed the dishwasher draining shit. I mowed the yard, did a bunch of yard stuff. Uh, so I, I have a, a, a sense of feeling accomplished, <laughs> at least for all the shit I've been putting off for fucking months. Oh, I installed my water filter for the fucking refrigerator that I bought like like eight months ago. <laughs> I'll get around to that, you know. Thirteen dollars you pay for it and it sits on the shelf until today. So Yeah, but a lot of that stuff's like Chuck's uh, ceiling fans. It never is as easy as you hope it would be. <clears throat> yeah, this twenty five dollar ceiling like fan a, that I bought. Yeah. Is turning into, I'm in it about a thousand dollars right now, wow. uh, but I'm going to be in it another two to three when it all comes to being done. That's a lot of work, dude. 
Yeah, and uh, the work. I'm unemployed, and I went. So, I guess the state said that. Oh yeah, April 18th we'll have the whole you know the site running, and we'll have a link for gig workers and all that. And I've been on it since Sunday. Sunday it was just down all day, and then today it was spotty. So in order to file for unemployment, I might have to get up at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> when people aren't using the website. It's like, fuck, you know, I don't know. We got Microsoft and Amazon web services are here yet. The state can't get their shit together. It's, you know, over overwhelmed. Look, how many people use fucking Amazon every day? You know, Facebook is the second largest hub of operation for Facebook is here in the Seattle area. And, and uh, they don't get fucking overwhelmed. We're using Zoom right now. <laughs> There's probably millions of people also using it. Like, don't give me this. I don't know. I'm pissed off. Like, that's where I'm pissed off at the government for not. Classic government. Government's never going to be able to invest in Do it fast, right? Like, fill the fucking digital potholes, motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> nope. Not going to happen. It's, yeah. That went on uh, part, partial unemployment last week. You did? Yeah, I got half my pay cut. That's oh, man. But partial is $409 a week. Yeah. Well, better than zero. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But we did get our, uh, we got our mortgage rolled back three months. Nice. Put at the end of our, uh, of our loan. So I don't have a, well, I got property taxes, but I don't have a mortgage for three months. That helps. That's huge. Yeah. Do you work an overtime check? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, um, well, and it's funny. So <clears throat> the kids aren't in school. Yeah. Um, so I've been, the weeks I have them, I start at five or so in the morning and then I leave at noon. And so I'm not really putting in a full day. And my boss is pissed every day. He says, oh, you're leaving again? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fucking take, go home and help my kids learn. Yeah, your boss is a total prick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, that's hard. Single dad taking care of the kids and, and working hard. I'm proud of you, Chuck. You're, uh... And then trying to figure out how to date some girl that lives in fucking Tacoma. <laughs> oh, man. Marrier. Although I will say, uh, I'm kind of excited about this whole stay-at-home shit because traffic is wonderful. Mm -hmm. I drove to West Seattle, picked up a chipper, brought it back, and it took hour. me yeah, like an hour and 20 minutes or something like yeah. that. It was awesome. Wow. It was amazing. And then the police at don't three, pull you over. At 3.45 in the afternoon. That's when I did yes, it. Yes. That's it's unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the police just don't care no, they can't. how fast you go. They're not allowed to pull you over unless you're like actually into reckless yeah, I um, I saw an article that said that as long as you stay under reckless, which is about 15 to 16 miles an hour over the speed limit, then you're fine. Yeah, I heard that if you double the speed limit, it's a felony. Those are the people that are like, there's a guy, there was some cops. I follow a bunch of cops on Twitter because sometimes that's pretty fun to watch. And uh, they're posting pictures of, you know, like the speed thing in the corner and some dude in a Honda pulled over. Like this motherfucker was doing, yeah. 120, 130 miles an hour in a freaking. Well, it's easier to do if you're doing a 40 and a 20. 
Well, so I quadrupled a speed limit once. Oh, a five mile an hour speed limit? Uh, no, it was 25. <laughs> There's a section of, it's about a mile and a half of road in Pittsburgh that is technically posted at 25 miles an hour. And if you're doing 60 or less, you're going to get hit. I mean, people just cruise through there at 100 and change. It's Man. the strangest stretch of road. I always thought it was five, you're fine. Nine, you're mine. <laughs> that's what they told me driving back from Montana. Well, that's what I, I, I there. I've operated at 10%. <laughs> the, you can justify 10% of anything. So if you're 10% over the speed limit, it's, well, your radar gun, my speedometer, my human error, and you're fine. So do I'll let my dog out. I'll be right back. Yeah, I've heard that cops won't pull you over if you're going over, like, it's 70. You have to be going 70 or better before they'll pull you over. I I have a friend who, uh, he has a, a, a good buddy who's a state patrolman, and he said that he wouldn't answer that question like he was asking him. So they won't, you won't pull people over over 70, right? And he's like, I can't tell you that, you know? <laughs> but that's what I, that's what they say. Where the fuck yeah. they are? Yeah, where the fuck that is, right? I'm the triggered by they as well. The angry person in me is is trying to. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm in a weird place where I'm I'm sort of. You know, getting angry about weird shit, but I still have the other part of me that's. It's like that teenage me thing again, right? Like there's that kind of metalhead teenage part of me that's just like wants to fucking react to to what's going on. And, you know, my wife and I had a uh, an argument <laughs> or a fight or whatever this morning. Um, and it was just, and we had to both like, just, we're going to get through this. Like, we just want something definitive to happen. We did get an email yesterday from our lawyer. We're in bankruptcy. And the lawyer said, kind of like Steve's situation where they're going to push back two payments so we don't have to make two payments so that but that's already march and april but they're expecting payment in may um which we can use our stimulus money for if we ever get it <laughs> still haven't got that yet um but yeah it's it's just like the money's not coming in it's just the uncertainty of it and the not knowing when you know this whole thing with the website i think this morning was really frustrating for me and like like you guys told us a month ago that this was going to be ready. And now that it's ready, no one can use it. It's like, it's just, you know, one day at a time. Breathe, Russ, breathe. Yeah. Going back to that kind of um, living my life in 24 hour increments and realizing that that is a, has been a huge settler for me, you know, Chuck, are you tapping? No. Three. The noise stopped. Did you hear, oh, hear the click, click, click? I did hear that. When Russ <laughs> was talking, yes. Yeah. It was Steve. Was I moving the chair? Maybe it was the chair. Job. I have my computer sitting on a, like a bar stool down a chair. You know what's really annoying? The fucking camera keeps switching. Oh, you can change you can that the gallery in the yeah. corner and change yeah. it. Hit. Go to yeah. the gallery. Oh, that's that's way better. 
<laughs> you got the four of us, like the Brady Bunch thing going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on, That's yeah. how I'm doing the thing. Speaker view. What the fuck is speaker view? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's when, yeah, that's when it's, it's when the person other. speaking comes. Like, yeah, it's terrible. I, yeah. I feel like I'm uh, lacking on the background of me. I mean, Russ has yeah. just got all kinds of shit going on. I'm in my you studio, baby. You can do fake and, backgrounds, Chuck. Did you know that? You can do you can do oh, virtual Yeah, you backgrounds. can do fake backgrounds. Look, I got my my group therapy sign. Can you see it? How do you do that? Video settings? Yeah, so video stop or analog. video. My uh, video settings and then it's, I think it's called virtual backgrounds. Analog background setting. Nope, don't have that. You upgraded it, Russ. Yeah, we got unlimited minutes. Oh sweet. I didn't even know I did that. Thanks, Push buddy. the right button or something. Thanks, did Russ. You see, did you see that video where the boss turned themselves into a potato? Arctic no. Joke? What? Then, there's a there's a filter where you can turn yourself into a potato. Really? But then I she like it. But then she couldn't figure out how to turn it off, so she had to do the whole meeting as a oh. potato. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Karen, I'm going to need to see you in my office. <laughs> Wasn't very need my stapler. Need my stapler. <laughs> yeah. So today was like. Uh, so this morning was like. Uh, and then today, later, you know, I guess talking things out was helpful, and then getting some shit done was was helpful. And I feel better seeing you guys too. Like this is you, even though it's on a screen. You guys look like it's a Brady Bunch episode or some shit. I still, uh, it feels good. I'm looking, I'm looking at you now. <laughs> I know I drove over to Chuck's last week and he and the boys and I walked for about an hour. It was awesome. Yeah, I had to get out time. of here. I had to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I can't mow my yard every day. Have you been mowing? Well, I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> really yeah. Yes, you can. There's a whole group of people that are your age, Steve, that just mow the lawn every day. <laughs> God, I'm just no, it's it's insane. It's insane. I saw some uh, meme out there with uh, all the hair cutters, you know, and barbers that are off work, and they're out there with scissors, you know, cutting the lawn. <laughs> that's when I was in India at the Taj Mahal. That's how they cut their lawn. They had these stools, and these guys out there sitting on the stools with these little scissors, and they cut the lawn with the scissors. Like regular scissors or edge? Well, I mean, they were they were about the same same size as regular scissors. No, it was a hand scissor thing. It wasn't. Wow, that's what happens when you have really cheap labor and a really fancy. I mean, that lawn looked amazing. It was it was it's one of the best lawns I've ever seen. But that's because it was freshly cut every day. Yep. <laughs> trimmed by a bunch of people sitting on stools is that like a religion thing too you know it's like uh Maybe. they do it for free because kind of like i don't know passing the plate yeah, or i think it has more to do with really really cheap labor <laughs> could be too yes the taj mahal yeah they got uh plenty of people over there so are you rust in the basement i'm in the basement yeah basement studio I was. Uh, I thought this would be a fun place to do this. Did you see uh, oil's better than free today? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did it end up like minus forty? Uh, Thirty-seven, I think. Thirty-seven. Wow. Yeah. So, you got to store it and a way to move it. People will pay you uh, yeah. a lot of money to take their oil. I like your um, solution. Solution: Just dump it in the ocean. Get paid lots of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the government will dump find the drain. The yeah. government will find you, but it'll only be twenty-five percent of what you made on your rest. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like I said. Like, there's all those oil sands up in Canada. Can we put the oil back? Can we just... No. Can we just dump the oil out in the, in the sands and it'll... <laughs> I remember Michael T. had some those big oil docks. You guys remember that? That was like the, the new ferry dock, is, isn't it? Yeah, they tore all that stuff out. They are probably thinking, we could have used that now. <laughs> and there were like four of them. They were just huge. And that's what they were. They were for oil. And they'd store... You know, and now they're gone because of the environment or sea turtles or whatever. Got to figure even out how to sea turtles. Them. You guys, you would know, Derek, right? Is there fucking sea turtles in Washington? I don't know. <laughs> why, uh, why would Derek? Know? It doesn't come up very often. <laughs> I don't know. Like the ecology guy, right? I don't know. It's in your job title. <laughs> I don't know that I've heard of many sea turtles up here. There might be, but it doesn't come up very often. Uh, orcas. Funny. We have orcas. Mm. We have salmon. I don't know about sea turtles. Sea lions. Yeah, we do have sea lions. Lots of those. I heard they spotted a white one, like an albino one. Yeah. Was that recently? Uh, orca, you mean? Yeah, it was recent. Orca, yeah. Why are you going to be racist, Russ? <laughs> yeah, Russ, come on. The white ones. <laughs> Can't we just get along? They're going to go protest this COVID thing, you know? It's created by the government. <laughs> yeah. It was created by Obama. The white whale. Oh, Steve! Did, Steve, did you watch that video that you sent me? Yeah. Did you? What's your? Yeah. What are your thoughts? On JFK or the other one? Yeah, yeah JFK Jr. Speaking of conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so when your father-in-law, when your father-in-law in the queue. The conspiracy. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's like what? he was a. Well, I've been reading this. I'm, I'm following him on Twitter now. I'm gonna I'm gonna refill. By the way, are you? The dog's barking. <laughs> yes, he is. I was drinking Here's cheap you. light beer in the last episode. All Here's I have it. is uh, moonshine. No, it's water. I do have moonshine though. Actually, I have some moonshine over here that's been aging in Swedish fishes since like 2015. I shit you not. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hi, Derek. What's up, Jack? <laughs> this, uh, this, this is really is, uh, a weird podcast episode. Uh, this is really weird. <laughs> Zoom is a weird thing. Yes. There's been lots of tax, or talk on the interwebs about, you know, because Zoom just kind of came out of nowhere. It was this small little company. Yes. And there's already plenty of other platforms that work really well for it, including Discord. Discord's probably the best one, but I figured boomers wouldn't use anything called Discord because it doesn't. They might. But they like the <laughs> they like the name Zoom. That's yeah. a boomer word right there. Zoom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Zoomer. That's what the Z, Z kids are called now, right? The Zoomers, Z generation. I hate that. I don't know if the Zoomers called themselves that. I don't. I think it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Boomers make sense. 
Zoomers doesn't make any sense. I think it was sort of a sh- maybe it was like a like a, a comeback for uh, OK Boomer. Yeah, it sounds like something the Boomers would come up with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of <laughs> okay, Zoomer. <laughs> you Zoomer, you. But I'm on the lower end of the Zoomers. Yeah. Okay. Shine. This is about a hundred and well, when I put it in there, it's about a hundred and thirty, hundred and forty proof. Hold it's on, just now it's, now it's Swedish fish proof. <laughs> right. So, do you watch it, Rush or Chuck? Yeah, did you watch that JFK thing. I did. Um, I really like learning about you know crazy people and their yeah, that's conspiracy mean. theories. That's kind um, of like I'm totally okay with flat earthers. Um, I think they're absolutely bonkers. However. Okay, you know, if you want to think that the Earth's flat, go ahead. Some of this so do stuff, they think, though... Do they think that we that believe the Earth is round are as crazy as we think they are? Yes. Yeah, they do. That's what's, that's what's res- odd. Because, you know, I mean, that's one of the things of I've been thinking about is, you know, I've got some strong beliefs and some strong thoughts, but I've tried to put myself in the other person's belief system and think, they think I'm as nuts as I think they are. That's correct. Which is kind of hard to figure out. but Well, it's how do you interact with these people on an everyday basis? How do you provide a platform to open up and communicate with them on a more of a, you know, a deeper level than just surface bullshit, the earth's flat? Yeah, for me, I, I just kind of, you can ask some in. I mean, I'm, I'm the opposite of Russ. I'm not going to go in and argue. I'll push some buttons to see where they, how they respond. And if they're open to discussion, um, I'll talk. But if not, I just won't, won't address it. I mean, I don't – super into trying to get them to believe like I believe. I just share what I yeah. believe, and hopefully they respect my beliefs, and I can respect them. I had a couple of Mormon missionaries swing by the house last summer, and we chatted for about 45 minutes out in the front, and – I said, hey, I, you know, I got to go. I got some appointments to get to, but I hope, uh, hope I've communicated to you that I respect what you believe. I don't agree with it, but I respect your belief. And he goes, no, you're one of the first guys we've ever talked to that we feel like he respected us. That's kind of what I try to do, you know, just to yeah. respect them. Like, I want to – we got a gal at church um, that is really into all the conspiracies. And Chuck and I were talking. Yes. And – I'm really interested when we get back together just to dialogue with her. You know, I'm not friends with her on Facebook, so I can't really talk to her and be really, I don't ask girls to be friends. If they request me, then I'll be their friend on Facebook, but I don't go out looking for her. That's just me. But how much of Russ is racist and you're sexist? Yeah. (laughs) I just feel, that's just awkward. You know, but that whole. I dig a white whale, man. I dig a white whale. I think the white whales are. The white whale? So, Steve, Steve, where I kind of hit home with some of those guys is all of the BS that's more plausible or more true than just plausibility. So, this world is rampant with not just child sex trafficking, but just human trafficking. Right. And there's all of the evidence that says, okay, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. It's like, okay, I can, I can get on board. I'll believe you. 
But then they go off into left field. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait a second. Like, shit, let's come back to what we know to be more true than just make-believe shit. That's the part where you're triggered, right? That's the emotional part where you go, no, that's bullshit. Like, that stirs a feeling in you. And you're like, whoa, wait, what? You know, there's that point at which, like, I don't know if I like to argue as much. I think I have a lot. I could respect a Mormon now. I, I've had Mormons come to the door and I was, a, I was shitty looking back, you know. Um, I don't care what people believe now, like religious wise. Uh, but yeah, I feel you, Chuck. Like there's a certain point. And, and Facebook has been that for me lately. Like I've, and I would argue kind of back and forth with some people who are like staunch Trump supporters or even staunch Democrats. Like I, I'm an equal opportunity <laughs> offender and try and argue just to pull out what, what, what is it why you know because i'm a curious boy but at the same time when people start to believe weird shit like that like like some of this fringy bill gates like euphonized a bunch of kids you know like you believe shit like that um all the creepy like a bunch of people just you know i'm on this thread and i talking about bill gates and a bunch of people like added to it like oh wow everybody believes bill gates is like the fucking devil or something well, what if he is unsubstantiated well, so, hey, well if there was actual Russ, research on it if there was proof Russ, that, there is <laughs> i mean no, he's Russ, done some is, shitty the, things he's a billionaire right but he's not you know he's not fucking the, that doing experiments on african a, kids and shit like that's a that's a button, and I'm not going to push it. What's that? No, push it. Push no. it. <laughs> because I just ask, what if he is? You know, like, what if the like Willow Creek? Okay, we jump on, and absolutely justifiably so. What if that whole thing is also running across the non-church world that we tend to just. Well, I think that's where I'm out. Like, I just, I don't want to, it's not that I'm, I'm going to argue or get mad about it. It's just like where, where Facebook starts to get, where it's just all people arguing all the time. No right. one's mind has really changed. Like, it's not the same as this even. Um, it's not really knowing people. It's just kind of like reacting and, and you're just like, you know, where if you're face to face with someone and you can see their emotional reactions, um, it's exactly. a little different, but when you write it, you know, and you post it, and like, oh, I got that well, guy, right? That's easy to hide behind on your keyboard, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can that's say what I'm saying. And I don't think it's – in that way, it's not really a, a decent form of communication right. to have those conversations. Well, that's the new model that they're trying to get us to do in sales is a lot more uh, phone calls, um, emails. Te- um, I can't do that. I've got to be in front of the people. Yeah, you know, and I've got people down. My my co-salesman down in the Portland office, and customer service, they tell me that they say, Steve, you've got to be out in front of the people because your personality is going to win them. You're not going to win people by talking on the phone because I can't see their face. You know, I can't mm-hmm. see are they connected. Uh, and that's one of the things that I've hated about this last month is I haven't been out. You know, the only thing I'm going out is I, I do occasional deliveries, but I'm not going door to door like I used to with the set set of customers that I know about. You know, I know so-and-so left her job that I would see her every day or every once a week. And then she left and went to work down in, in Redmond and now she's back. Well, I miss that interaction with her. So how's it back now at your same company? You know, those type of things. And that's one of the things I, I, I like 
this aspect even better. But I really prefer it in, in person as long as I feel like, you know, we respect one another's views. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. What do you and, think, Derek? Uh, I feel like we've rehashed this before. <laughs> yeah, good point. But have you had those kind of, like, you don't do a lot of, like, fights on social media? I don't think I've ever no. seen you get in an argument with someone on, on like, social like, media. Or it used to be a more common thing. Uh, it's a kind of a, it's a kind of addiction, I think. Yeah. Like you get yeah. a rush from it and then all of a sudden, like, I, I'd noticed at work where I was supposed to be working and then all of a sudden I've noticed I've spent 20 minutes, like, hashing out this big manifesto that <laughs> nobody's going to read and nobody cares about. Uh, rush, right? Talking to this rush. person who, who doesn't really even care. Um, and it's, it all, it comes back to that old idea of mental masturbation. Right. What are you, what are you getting out of this? Like it's, yeah, it, uh, I think it's you all upset and, and then it's balanced with this weird superiority complex where, uh, you start to feel like you're really, really smart and this person's really, really stupid. Uh, and so then your ego gets all caught up yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, and and it's just a massive waste of time, and uh, and then you start, you know, you start carrying stress about it too. Like I noticed, like an hour after I have some of those conversations, like I can still kind of feel it in my body. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to die ten years younger because some asshole on the internet didn't want to listen <laughs> to what I had to say. Well, it, I it's a it's a rush. Uh, Chuck and I were talking last week because Hickman's he's a. Uh, He's trying to videotape his messages, mm -hmm. but now is AC3 still, are they streaming their messages or is Rick? I have or, no idea. <laughs> yeah, no. Russ, you know? No, I heard he is, he's doing a Vin, Vinmo, 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 what's it called? Yeah. So he's Vinmo. streaming. I don't know if he's, he's posting them. He's pre-recording them. I've never isn't, watched. Isn't, one, but. oh, isn't Venmo the, where I pay you money? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's, yeah, that is. It is. But it's Venmo. Ven Venmo Venmo. Is that what it's Patriot called? Patriot Tithe. V I M. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. V O or something. Right. Because if you're gonna have an I internet company, I want to be able to pronounce that shit. Like, come on. Well, when I used to preach, it was a drug. <laughs> I mean, it was such How's a your sweetest fish, Russ. <laughs> it was an adrenaline rush. To sit, to stand in front of people, and get their visual feedback, and to not have that, I'm sure these dudes are going through withdrawal. Yeah, they don't have that. They're not having that on Sundays. Rick's not I'm having that. Video on... church like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey Stevie. Yeah, so that was uh, Jose. I guess uh, a race there. So are we taping, or are we just going to chat all night? We're going to chat all night. It's still That's record. okay. We're recording. As long yeah. as it keeps recording. I edited the last episode on the audio end. Well, it's a lot easier to listen to it than it is to watch it nowadays. I like Chuck. You know, how do you want to watch? Why the hell would you want to watch, you know, four weirdos? No anyway. kidding. That's what the internet is now. That is. Like, that's right. I know, right? <laughs> so much have you of guys ever is just Have this. you guys ever looked at um, TikTok? Uh, I... I'm familiar with it. Oh, there's yeah. People spend a lot of time 
for 15, 20 seconds worth of fucking shit. It's just Vine, right? Isn't it just a rehashed Vine? Yeah, yes. I think so. It's a Chinese version of Vine. So it's, and the fact that it's Chinese, I think there's some way they get around the copyright law with the music because people are like dancing to fucking copyrighted music. That's the only way I know they're getting away with it unless they're cutting checks to all these people. I don't know, doing a Spotify a few cents of play thing. But yeah, they're using fucking copyrighted music right there. and no one's... I like your Sith Lord look there, Chuck. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> we, we binged that last week. We watched like, all nine of them. Uh, did you? Yeah. Which one's what the best? Star Wars. I like three the best. Really? Yeah, because like, that's the first one I saw. Oh, you mean you're talking about uh, Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Okay, that's not three. Yeah. That's six. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, Mandalorian? That. No, that's three. That was the third one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unless you watch them in the nine. Although I have to admit the last three um, were bad. But I just got some loyalty. Those first, those middle, well, in it the middle three, according to the nine. The first three that were made, how's that? Yeah. I, Four, five, I re- and six. I rewatched them recently, and I realized that there's uh, two good Star Wars movies. What's em- like? There's Empire Strikes Back. Yep. There's the first half of Return of the Jedi. And then there's the first half of, uh, what's the seventh one called? Rogue One? No. No, no it's uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens. Here, I like the fact that uh, the Return of the Jedi was supposed to be the revenge of the Jedi. Really? They should have kept that title. Yeah. <laughs> You're a lot more guys watching it. Right? Well, Princess Leia, she died like almost a year before the the last film was released. I know. And so they crazy. Us. Yeah, and she they, they like fucking CGI'd her in the last one, right? Or yeah. She was whatever. only one of the three original characters <laughs> that stayed all the way through the movie. Right. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Technology, right? Spoilers alert. Well, that's. Do you know where the the first movie that really did CGI kind of concepts was The Crow? Yeah, Yeah, because Brandon Lee was killed during, right? Yeah, he was killed uh, maybe halfway through making the movie. Brandon Lee, he's buried up there. uh, Yeah, I've been to his headstone. Yeah. He's next to his dad. Yeah, Bruce Lee. It's a cool cool headstone. Yeah. Both of those headstones are pretty cool. Yeah. Steve, well, they, they, uh, another friend of mine, Steve, he, he works there. He works at that uh, uh, graveyard. It's the Lakeview Cemetery. It's like yeah. a, it's an old uh, endowment cemetery. And so he's like in his, he's in his 30s. He makes a, like a bunch of money working there, like just working the grounds and shit like that just because it's – but he said that – yeah, he said people leave all sorts of weird shit on Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee's grave, you know? I go, what's the weirdest thing? He goes, brand new pair of Nike Air Jordans in the fucking box, right? Just left right there. And nobody touched him all day. Like, he thought somebody might steal him or something. And then he's like, he keeps asking his boss, like, what should I do with this shit? And his boss is like, I don't care, throw it away. He goes, I can't throw these away. Like yeah, man, yeah, throws attacking him. He ended up donating them to a homeless thing for youth in the city, which is pretty cool. 
Well, doesn't him they didn't fit me, and they I would be weird. <laughs> Some homeless teenager got his ass kicked for a pair of Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't they don't ball. they leave guitar picks on Hendrix's uh, tombstone? Yeah. Yeah. He said they also leave food. The people would yeah. leave food, like Asian food, you know? Asian yeah. Asian thing. And then the crows, he goes, the fucking crows get it and just drag it all over the cemetery. Well, that is on character for the crows. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that people was are fucking movie. weird. That was a good movie. I really loved I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was dark, but it was good. Yeah. I like that line. What did he say? Mother, what? Mother is God written on the lips of children. It's my one quote from I took from that. Yeah, he's like we went into that house and that like gals all cracked out or something. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole. Speaking of Star Wars, on uh, story theory, you know, and the story circle. Have you guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. Where every story, like every story, is kind of the same. <laughs> you know, the 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 protagonist starts here something ain't quite right you know and then there's a consciousness and subconsciousness on the under part right and you kind of go in a circle and they did a bunch of they did a bunch of stories uh the star wars like the earliest the, the fucking episode one through three right the ones that didn't do so hot you know the one that george, the ones that got george lucas fired from his own fucking movies um like those had the best story circle <laughs> that was funny it was Anakin's story. The whole thing is Anakin's right, story. Right, right. That was with Liam Neeson was in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah. What's her name? Ewan McGregor. Damn. But well, this is a weird conversation. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> story theory is interesting, though, because, like, we all, our fucking brains work that way, right? Like, everything's got to be a story. Like, if you put things into a story, then we understand it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. It's a, it's been a problem with, uh, well, even the virus. I saw this thing recently about how um, raw, cold science just doesn't convince people of things. And it doesn't do behavior change. Yeah. If you can they put it somebody in, in an anecdote, it works. But What's that? If you can put it in an anecdote or a story, it works. Yeah. Like you can teach people things. But uh, yeah, people don't, a lot of people don't learn things uh, by just having facts presented to them. I don't. It bores the shit out of me. I did horrible in math in school just because it was like a bunch of problems. So like, here, figure these out. And I'm like, fuck that. But when I was in machining, like I aced that class, which I was really surprised. I because they put it like, hey, here's a problem, solve it. Uh, needs a plane, needs a part. Chuck, Chuck, you want to say something? <laughs> I'm I'm writing. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> I'll I'll take facts any day. Yeah, that's like the facts. Yeah, just give me the facts, and mm, you can keep ninety percent of your story. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on the person presenting the facts, you know, like, do I respect the person who's given me facts or are they just, you know, somebody who's droning on and like, I don't care. That's the thing about, about facts though. Usually the most boring autistic people have the best ones. Yep. And so I how'd you, think how'd you all learn math people? growing up? What? 
How did you learn math? Yeah, from the teacher. From school. I just learned, I memorized fact. I mean, I just memorized the, the numbers. I never, I never had to go back and, and explain how I came to that conclusion. Oh, yeah. Our teachers were crazy about that shit. You had to show your work. That was yeah. the worst part. Yeah. See, I never did. I, um, <laughs> when I took Calculus 2, I memorized the answers, which it's, there's patterns with Calc 2. Um, and I, I got a, well, I, I failed the midterm, but I got them all right because the teacher said that I was cheating. <laughs> and then when we took the final, I got a, you know, email that said, come see me, please. And again, I got them all right. And she wanted to give me an F, but they're all right. I just didn't show any of my work. And right. so I told her to give me an oral exam to prove that I wasn't cheating. And so she did. And at the very end of it, she said, okay, you know, like, I'll, I'll give you a passing grade, but how are you doing this? Like, you know, like you're a genius. And I was like, no, I'm cheating. I just memorized all the fucking answers because it's easier to memorize the answers than it was me to memorize or know how to do it. See, that's how I grew up. Uh, memorizing the multiplication table. That's how we had to, we had cards. And then once you got them all, 12 times 12, one through one times one through 12 times 12, you got your name up on the, on the board. And I was one of the latter ones. I, but I never understood. And when did that switch over from just memorizing facts to having to understand or des describe how you came to that number? Computers, Steve. Really? Computers are really good. <laughs> yeah. People all learn memorized. differently too. You know? Humans don't need to remember shit anymore. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Memorization is a worthless skill. <laughs> History. <laughs> like if you need to know anything historically, I can pull it up on my phone. Yep. And it'll be yeah. way more accurate than what you think you remember from fourth grade. Yeah, yeah I've seen that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Just like spelling. Yeah, but I did horribly yeah, I didn't know how to spell words either. Yeah, I didn't do it well either. I remember I was flashcards and all but, that. I was a special ed kid too, so I spent to sent to the special. I was one of the special kids. You know, that's always class. a fucking horrible thing growing up too. He's like, "Oh, I got to go to the special class," and then you become the special ed kid, and then you get that reputation when you're in the fucking sixth grade. Or I had a Russ. You're not unique. I had an individual <laughs> learning plan. ISP. You had yeah. a what? ISPs. ISPs. What's that? Internet service Individual student. Yes. Indiv individual student plan or individual learning plan. I, I think we called it an IEP, which I is see. an individual learning oh, plan. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. You're right. In the yeah. 80s, they just said, you're special. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't remember what they called it in the 70s. And figured out a more retarded, acceptable acronym. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. That's what it was. That was <laughs> yeah, the 70s, you're retarded. 80s, you were special, and in the 90s, you had an individual learning program. Yeah. Yeah. Retarded is really not that insulting of a word at its base. Right. No, it's not. It's just became that way. Just like the word special became that way. Yeah. Special. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. basically, whatever you call these kids is going to become an insult. That's the lesson we've learned. <laughs> yeah. what, what's Misha hearing about the school year? Oh, I mean, they're canceled until the next school year well one of the things nancy's here and she had a meeting today with the nurses and they're talking about year-round school to justify 
or to to meet the uh, social distancing requirements. Uh, I, she hasn't heard anything about that. So they'll go. Some kids will go three days a week. Some will go two, and then they'll they'll rotate the next week. So that some will go three. So the class sizes are going to be smaller. Yeah. Never. No, it'll never happen. She hasn't heard anything like that. Because they the, can't do remote one, learning, right? They can't. No, do that they can. Time. No, they can. Can they? Is that legal? Yeah. Uh, yes, the state. So um, you know, Katie's in the education system, mm-hmm. and right now the state's talking about potentially releasing or saying, "Okay, you come back to school in twenty twenty one, and then." essentially we just distribute textbooks and Chromebooks or whatever you need to learn and go back to what we're setting up now for remote learning. And we're out through Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Really? It's not a definite, but it's stuff in their, his that's their plan. Wow. That's it. Does Misha still have stuff in her classroom? Uh, she's slowly, she's been able to get a lot of it. Has she? Yeah. Cause there's still meds in, in my wife's class oh. that the kids sit. We're going to publish this, Steve. Don't say shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve, the, Steve, the meds are gone tonight. Yep. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 <laughs> all the parents, all the parents came and picked them up. Yeah. The Adderall? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, it's all it's all picked That's up. That's good shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep, gone, Steve. Gone. <laughs> all right. Dang, school. Like I would have been. I would have been like. I we talked about that in the last episode, but fuck, that would have been cool for me. I hated fucking school. Still, right. Well, I saw I saw a funny meme that was talking about you know all through high school all I did was skip school and get high. It, you know, today these kids have it great. There's no school. Marijuana is legal. Now, now you're a responsible adult if you stay home and and don't go to school and yeah, <laughs> don't leave your house. Sit on the couch. It's been a little yeah. bit sad seeing how much my son likes staying home. Actually, like <laughs> he was really not enjoying school. So, yeah, oh, well. I'm with him, man. Yeah, I'm like I'm okay. Yeah, let's go, okay, buddy. I guess. Hopefully next year will be better, <laughs> but we'll see. Because that's how school works, right? It just gets better the more you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it worked for me. <laughs> I would hope we're evolving as a society, but probably not. We're not. No, we're not, Russ. <laughs> hey, look, I got the Black Album hanging up on CD. On CD? It would probably never fucking play because it's just chewed up as fuck. I think I found this in a parking lot at, like, Mars Hill. What like is somebody, that, Russ? Somebody used... Like this Black Album. I've never seen something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just old technology. Sparkly. Yeah. I hear if you put it in your microwave and turn the microwave on, it makes it like it's new. It makes cool colors. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that kills the COVID virus too. Yes, it does. (laughs) You just put your mail. People are putting their mail in the fucking, in the microwave. Oh man. You know what else kills the COVID virus, Russ? Alcohol? Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So cheers. You just gargle with some whiskey. Uh, You'll be all right. Does it work I better mean, with Swedish fish in it? it yeah. Does this, yeah, this tastes like, it tastes like cinnamon because of the Swedish fish cinnamon. 
Um, it doesn't taste as good as the peach. Yeah. Swedish fish aren't cinnamon, Steve. I mean, they're not. Right? I thought they no. had a cinnamon flavor to them. They taste like cinnamon. <laughs> It tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> it tastes like somebody took fucking Red Hots. That's what it's like. Those Red Hots. That's probably what you put in there. Maybe it wasn't Swedish fish. Maybe it was Red Hots. No, it's Swedish. You can see them. They're still in there. They didn't That's break down good, right? alcohol. <laughs> Russ, Russ, it was like six years ago. How do you know? <laughs> it was because I remember, man. I mean, it's not every day you age fucking whiskey in Swedish fish. Like, no, it's not. Like that's an oh, unusual. First, right. The mind remembers unusual things, and it's the most unusual shit that yeah. I usually remember. For example, I'll be you, right know, back. you know, I remember a time where Russ aged some cigars in a plastic <laughs> bag. <laughs> yeah, and whiskey. Yeah, how did and, that turn out, Chuck? Okay. Do you remember? Oh, rough. <laughs> Russ, he gone. I gotta go put my kids down. Speaking okay, of memory, so so this. Oh, by the way, speaking of aging cigars. Nobody cares, Derek, so sorry. <laughs> we love you, but... Oh, Ryan, i got to grab these. How are, Derek, how are you doing with being home with the family Things have actually been all day, every well, day? From that perspective. Good book. I mean, our kid, the kids drive us a little bonkers every once in a while, but for the most part, they've been pretty good. Yeah. Mitch and I are getting along pretty well. Uh, yeah, that aspect's fine. I hate hate working from home so much i'm aging swisher but, uh, sweets these are swisher sweets rush job in, in the uh shut up shut up it's kuba kuba shut up <laughs> so we should start awesome. remote learning today with the kids say what when did misha start teaching the kids online oh she's been doing it for a little while has she yeah uh at least she did it a lot more intensely last week. It may have been even before that, but yeah, she's been my, doing a lot more of that. Well, my daughter started today in Issaquah School District, first okay. grade, and she says it was, it was a relief because she feels like she's doing something. Yeah, yeah, Misha's been pretty busy actually. Good. So, um, How are her parents? They what? How are her parents? The parents of they her seem, kids? They they seem to be holding up okay. That was one of Stephanie's biggest frustrations because she's got a bunch of lazy ass parents. Yeah, it's definitely. It's de- I mean, it varies. She's got about thirty percent of the kids that engage with her. Really, and the rest of them just can't be bothered. What? Uh, so, what age group is she teaching? She teaches eighth grade. That's rough. Yeah, oh, the worst. Oof, the yeah. worst age. Yeah, the worst that age is the group. worst age. I mean, in terms of being there, seventh grade was worse in terms of being in that class. But eighth grade is worse to teach because they're the oldest at the school, so that they yeah. so they think they're badasses and they've got everything. Well, there. they have see, they have senioritis, right? Yeah. yeah. So that age is just hard anyway. It's, yep. I like I actually like the whole remote learning. <clears throat> um, it is super difficult with my youngest, who's in second grade. Yeah. Um, and that's mostly just that age where he's kind of figuring out that, you know, life's a bitch and you can't just go play. He's got to go grind it out. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you got to grind it out and it's not even a grind. It's just a setting aside, learning how to prioritize things. Um, whereas my oldest in fourth grade, 
he's like, okay, I get it. I have all this crap I have to do. So if I divide it all up into the five days that I have and he works for, he's legitimately doing schoolwork for maybe three, three and a half hours a day. See, and my, kids the, are, my kids are the opposite. Mimi hates having to do schoolwork from home. She's a good okay. student, but she hates doing it from home. Uh, and Joe thinks it's great. He'll sit and do homework for, like you said, two or three hours. No problem. But yeah. Mimi struggles with it. She really hates it. So, so is there, are, is Misha giving like, you know, here, do this at home, like assignments and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, and then she has online meetings with the kids. Where they have video chats and uh, she quizzes them and she can't grade anything because it's a, you know, equity thing. Because not everybody yes. has internet, which huh. is stupid because yeah, it is stupid. I'm pretty sure like 97% of the kids well, but so it doesn't this is where i get triggered as fuck about this because um the everett public school has already issued mm, all kinds of fucking yeah. chromebooks and hotspots hot yeah so there should be zero lack yeah. of you can't do the work because you don't have internet yeah. um hello let us know we'll give you a fucking computer yeah it doesn't make internet. any sense to me either but whatever if you don't do the work Correct. we're gonna come get your fucking computer <laughs> Maybe that's what you do. And you cannot no, play Fortnite anymore on your new Chromebook. No more Fortnite honestly, for you. Honestly, the whole not grading thing never, doesn't really bother me at all. Especially at their age, grades don't mean shit. Like, yeah. like there's no real-world repercussions on grades when you're in second and fourth grade. So, or third grade. Well, eighth, the discipline is but brought in there, grade, like you're learning to do shit. Eighth grade does matter, though. There's yeah. is, Aren't there certain state requirements that start? Well, there's no testing this year. Graduation? There's no testing. Well, that's correct. No, that's out the window. That's the majority of what really matters. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and then other, other than that, in terms of grades, not really. It really starts to count in high school, but... Um, I'm so glad that state testing was a requirement to mm-hmm. graduate whenever I went because I just fucking Christmas treed that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Wait, they had state testing Christmas when you were in school, Steve? Yeah, it was like oh, the number uh, two pencil. Iowa like, basics. Number two pencils. Bull- bullshit. Well, <laughs> you, went to, you went to school. You went to we'll school. Be punk rock and find a number three pencil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you had to take the AC. Well, I took the ACT. I'd drive up to Western to take the ACT. I didn't take the SAT. Oh, speaking of being triggered, they fucking canceled the goddamn engineering exam. Them bastards. Oh, man. Really? You get your money back or what? Supposedly, I get my money back. Supposedly. Supposedly. It hasn't happened yet? No. And then I got to talk to the state, find out if they're going to just waive my application fee for the next time they offer the test or if they're going to refund me my money now that's not as bad because it's like 35 dollars yeah um but the fucking test was like six seven hundred bucks and you wanted to take the test and i wanted to take it i paid an extra thousand dollars for this fucking college course to take and i've been wasting my time studying (laughs) fuck you'll remember later It'll be okay. I gotta go put my kids down. All right, Derek. All We're right. gonna miss out on this. Hammer- so this. 
This was Derek. A hammer works best. I okay. stuck two peeps in moonshine. <laughs> can it be a rubber hammer? And I aged. Two yes, peeps. it can be a rubber It was around hammer. Easter. Wait, so we got Swedish fish and peeps? Peeps. That was peeps in this one. They, peeps are gone, right? They just totally dissolved. <laughs> I think Could the eyeballs were still floating right. around in there somewhere. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye Derek. Take care. Bye, Derek. Derek. Later, buddy. Just so you know, Mondays are probably a better day for me in general in the future. Yeah, okay. it, it works better for me. Sounds good, man. Since you're not driving, Russ. I'm not doing anything, so every day. Bye, Derek. I love you. (laughs) Well, Derek's gone. How are you guys doing? What are you drinking, Chuck? It looks uh, whiskey-ish. Whiskey. We have brown water. Yeah. Speaking of being triggered. What kind? Oh, Safeway Safeway brand. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Select. What was that last week when I was down there? What? I, think, well, I was in your house. Why didn't you bring out the whiskey? I'd have stayed longer. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. You're saving, you're saving that Safeway shit for a, a special occasion. I tell you, I my it. daughter it... brought some brown sugar bourbon home. You ever had hey, that? I can't. I can't do it. It's too sweet. Well, I throw like five ice cubes in there. And it was mm-hmm. okay. Help me on this. Saturday, Friday night, I mowed the backyard, and I thought, you know, hell, I'm I'm gonna smoke a cigar. So I'm smoking a cigar on the deck, and and drinking a beer. And maybe I smoked the cigar too fast, but I start I got the buzz right. And then about forty five minutes, maybe an hour after, I started to get sick to my stomach. Oh, I didn't cough. I didn't, you know, like I have, Chuck, like when we were over there on Weeby Island, I'm like, you know what, this is, this is, this is better than sex for me. I got so freaking sick for about 20 minutes. I just threw up acid in the toilet. Hey. What was that from? from? Cigar? That a bad cigar? What would that have been from? Steve, it could have been anything. It could have just been nerves. It could have been something you ate before. Psychological. Because the yeah. cigar, I tell you, I never got the. I got a buzz. I mean, I. Thought, yeah, you got. Did you get a buzz from the cigar? Yes. It yeah. it could have been the, the nicotine too. I mean, it's. You can get high from nicotine. I did you eat? If your empty stomach, that'll do it too. No, you know, and then it just burned the hell out of the back of my throat. All They're night I was just like, I went and had a, I had a bowl of ice cream afterwards. I need yeah. to get something cold down here just to calm it. Well, that's that's the stomach acid there. Yeah, but it wasn't like lunch or anything. It was just like white. Oh, it was just disgusting. I never experienced it before. The closest was when we were on Whidbey Island. I barked up dinner, but that's when I coughed up a lung smoking that weed. <laughs> I never experienced it. It was weird. Steve, Steve, wait. You smoked weed? <laughs> one time. <laughs> Me one time. Me one time. Hey, speak, speaking of being triggered, you know, we've talked about it a couple it's times legal. today. It is. Um, so I, I bought a toaster for – no, let me back up. So I get a call from my kids. The toaster's broken. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. This weekend, I'd go out and buy a toaster. 
because I am thinking, okay, toaster's broken. Buy a new fucking toaster. Get home. And I said to the kids, what, what's wrong with the toaster? You know, I buy a toaster before I ask them what's wrong with it. Oh. And Kane says, oh, well, when you push the button down, it doesn't stay down. Now, toasters don't stay down when they're not plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> so I plug the toaster in, push the fucking button down, and it stays down. I'm like, oh, okay. I unplug it, and it pops up. So today, I go back to Target with the toaster, and I'm standing in line to return it. And the lady says, oh, you have a return? I said, yeah. She goes, oh, we're not doing returns right now. I'm like, what do you mean, right? What do you mean you're not doing returns? She's like, oh, well, we're not doing returns. I'm like, uh, why? I got a receipt. I bought the damn thing, you know, yesterday. Why? Oh, well, due to the virus. <laughs> what? What? I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? And, you know, and she kind of started to explain to me that, you know, the fucking pandemic that we're having, right. you know, we, we're not doing returns. And I was like, no, ma'am, 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 you're missing all of this. Like, uh, you didn't decide personally to have Target issue a non-return policy. And she's like, no, 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 I didn't. I'm really sorry. I'm like, no. You have nothing to be sorry about. I'm just asking a very dumb question. Does that seem reasonable? And she's like, oh, no, no, it doesn't. It's stupid. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, fuck, just give, give me my like $3 back that I paid for the fucking toaster and take your toaster back. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Something hey, we're gonna, we'll risk our lives to sell you shit, but don't bring it back. Right? He's got the coronavirus on it. Well, in yeah. the grocery store, I was in line and the, this, there was a guy in front of me trying to return something. And the lady says, oh, we're not doing returns right now. I'm like, why? I can, so I can come in here and spit and piss all over everything in the fucking store and let Bob buy it. But I can't buy something and then bring it back and return it. Yeah, that's weird. They even Safeway, huh? I don't think I've ever returned anything from the grocery store. Maybe once I bought uh, something that was rotten, like I fucking get it home and it's like cheese and you cut it open and there's like right. black fucking mold on the inside of the cheese. I think, I think even then though, I haven't returned it. I would just throw it away. Just say, yeah, it. I'm out the $3. Stuff back. I got the wrong kind of tuna. It was tuna, but it was the wrong one. So it was the wrong was, brand. You take, back. you take it back. I'm not taking tuna back. <laughs> I'll take I'll take tools back. You know, I've been I've taken stuff back to Lowe's all the time, but I'm not taking tuna back. I took a rotisserie Man. chicken back once because that motherfucker no. was raw. No, I was mad seriously. So I, I buy a rotisserie chicken, and I was in the food business for 25 years, right? And and food, you know, safety Shit. is kind of a thing for me. Like seriously, you're gonna fucking make people sick. I remember bringing it to the thing. It was at Winco too. You know, it's like, is there a manager or someone around here? You know, and the manager comes up. Like, you didn't know you're gonna it make when you fucking people it? sick, man. Like, they, like I cut it open. I it's like, a rotisserie right chicken. Why would counter. you think it's raw? Yeah, it's fucking raw. Like you, well, I, I got raw some chickens. It's not good. I got some deli meat at QFC, and the clerk saw it and said, "Oh, that's bad." Yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. No, just throw that over here. I'm going to get you another one. 
And I go get another one. And she brings it and she looks at it. She says, oh, yeah, that's better. Look at the difference. One's dark and one's lighter. And I said, oh, yeah, expiration date was the same. But no, no. But I I would have thought you'd have, I mean, I, I've got rotisserie chicken at QFC. But I'm looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't mm. get into it. <laughs> right? You get yeah, into you wouldn't think it's that. The pink meat on the inside. And then yeah, it might be a sign. That, Russ, you need to buy your rotisserie chicken at Costco. I don't have a Costco membership. I'm just not going to. Would you like a Costco membership? Sure. Do you have an extra one? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to find out when my thing's up. But, yeah, I, I have two people on my Costco membership. Oh, speaking of Costco, so they pissed me off, too. Do I have to buy like a paint on. can of peanut butter though, Chuck? Like I don't know if I need a paint can of peanut butter. No, you can get the smaller ones. You can get the smaller ones. Okay. And yes, you you need a paint can of peanut butter <laughs> if you're gonna buy peanut butter. No, you need a paint can of mayonnaise. <laughs> right? It's like um I can buy, you know, a gallon of milk or I can buy a fucking truckload of milk. They got rid of trans fats, and I kind of miss trans fats because that shit stayed good forever, right? Like when they use trans fats and peanut butter, like shit can yeah. stay, you know, like the McDonald's French fry you find under your seat that's like 12 years old and it looks like <laughs> it just came out of the thing yesterday. You don't do that anymore. It's public safety or something. Can I digress for a minute? Absolutely. Okay. I want to know why you're so gung ho on the fact that Bill Gates isn't a fucking murdering I knew that was <laughs> It's not that I'm gung ho about it. It was just, it was just surprising. No, no, Russ, Russ, you are because you completely dismiss the fact that anything about Bill Gates is just fact, and it. Or you're saying you're saying that it's all you know conspiracy theory bullshit, and nothing is true of it. Well, some of it is like it's, I mean, uh, as a betting man, odds are, and I did research, you know, I'm like, okay, you guys, I'll fucking do some research. So I spent about, I don't know, seven minutes on Google, you know, Googling all this shit, you know, and, right. uh, and, you know, I'm looking for AP articles. I'm not going to just trust, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, dot com, like, Fox News. No, I get it. I mean, it. I would even I trust Fox News over a lot of the shit that's out there. Breitbart and there's just no really. Wait, you would right wing? You would TV. trust Fox News or you wouldn't? I would trust them more than like Breitbart or some of these other fringy, you know, one media. There's a bunch of really fringy shit out there. Epoch is the Have new you one. Seen... You know, Epoch Times. Okay, so. So Steve, the that first video you shared with me, the uh, out of the shadows, yeah. I think is what it was. Okay, sure do you did. remember the clip where he was talking about the main mainstream media, as I use air quotes, mm-hmm. um, being all kind of um, puppets that are choreographed by the higher power, whoever yeah. it is that controls them. That's a QA there is there, right? Yeah. Yes. No, no, it is. And that's fine. (laughs) But there is a video, and I've seen the video before, and I don't remember where it was, 
where it's it dubs not not dubs it has all of the newscasters in a little box and there's just every news media that's out there and they're all saying the exact same fucking Those thing out of the word shadows. oh yeah, yeah for word for word well yeah there there's a thing in out of the shadows that does that yeah and it's like okay so i'm gonna believe fox news or i'm gonna discount fox news and say that i'm gonna believe cnn or any other fucking news out there but they're all saying the same fucking garbage yeah so why are they any better than fucking bob that puts out a a blog that says okay uh if you look at this website and 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 and they all say the same fucking thing yeah that's true and i think that that's you know if it's just a story that's out there because there's no copyright media right like they can just oh yeah that came out so we're just going to repeat what everyone else said sort of like pop music (laughs) yeah i was inspired by you know the beatles or whatever and now i just you know i'm one direction and i created this hit song that sounds really a a whole lot like um tax man or something like that um so i think the news does that but i you know you get into investigative stories like you better be telling the truth about that shit because you know but who's telling the truth yeah, exactly. Like you that's could just the, say, that's well, my you know, I think that you have to cite sources. Like yes. if you're going to do an expose on Bill Gates, you know, euphemizing African children. Um, you're going to get in so, trouble for and that. That's where, you don't have some kind of fucking facts. Like you better. You that's know. where I am. I'm not there yet as far as if I believe that or not. So the video that uh, Steve, the first video that Steve shared with me, the Out of the Shadows, talks about the Gate Foundation pushed this vaccine in, was it Kenya? Yeah. And it was like help world hunger, some bullshit, like whatever it was, it was, you know, they pushed this vaccine and however long later they realized like, okay, you're essentially euthanizing this population and they denied it. They being the Gates Foundation, Denied it, denied it, denied it. And this documentary that's on YouTube called Out of the Shadows says that the Gate Foundation released a statement saying, yes, we euthanized them. And that that's the one bit of facting, fact-checking that I haven't done yet, uh, just because I just watched it the other day. Um, but that's some scary shit. And Bill Gates is on record saying he's all about populate, population control. Yeah. So I don't have a, it's, it's not, I that's not a real stretch for me to believe it. Yeah. That's kind of where I, mean, I go. Like, like, I'm not saying that it's bullshit. I'm saying that as, a, and I use this a lot. Like, I don't know, like I'm as a betting man, you know, yeah. I can say it's bullshit, but it, it could be. True. Now I mean, me, I'm, I'm all for population control. There's 7.3, 7.4 fucking billion people in this planet. The problem is, is I don't have enough money uh, to give everybody nine fucking dollars in the world. Whereas Bill Gates does. Bill Gates can give nine dollars to fucking every human being on this planet uh, and still Buy have money. condoms? Well, yeah, that's... Well, the male so, ones. Like, my engineering brain says, okay, population control is essential. I mean, it's it's a necessity. However, no. It's, no, no, no. I think economy and education is a thing because there's a lot of land that's just, there's just nobody, you know, and, and 
it's not all desert, you know, or snow up in Alaska. I mean, you take Texas, for example, you could put everyone on 1,500 square feet, you know, like every person in Texas. There's more fucking cows in Texas than there are people. So yes. I don't I like I go back and forth with population because I think that it's going to figure itself out. Then you have things like COVID-19, as horrible as it is. Um, it's a natural way of population control. I don't think it was engineered in a lab by well, and that's by Bill and Melinda Gates. We share, <laughs> Steve, we share a mutual um, acquaintance that has shared with me about the whole population control and the over-vaccinating of people. So the we are continuing to vaccinate people from smallpox, um, what's the MMR shots that you fucking get? Measles, mumps, and rubella. Yeah. yeah so you you get all these, you know, normal vaccinations as kids. And so that these viruses don't come in and wipe out huge populations. And so we keep to pushing the envelope on how many people we can have in this planet. So eventually nature's going to just take over and push back to keep us in a um, give or take a symbiotic relationship. So, you know, as a civil engineer, I come in and I develop land. And when you don't maintain it, you know, it nature just takes over. That's the trees just grow up through the fucking buildings and it just happens. And so part of, part of this, I get Russ, like it's just nature pushing back. Like, okay, it's COVID, you know, we're calling it COVID-19. The problem is, is the media on this for me. The numbers don't make sense. We're worried about a drop in a fucking bucket. 150,000 people die every fucking day. And I'm worried about the several thousand people that died today. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's subjective. I think that's where, you know the civil engineer brain goes with the subjective information because the truth is, I mean, you look at New York city, you look at, you know, sure. You look at countries, India, Italy, is, Italy, Italy's lost tons of fucking people. Cause they're all sure. in their eighties. A lot of them. And then in yeah, China, but, they have the oldest... smoked, but then there's guys who are dying in their thirties and, and we don't know why. And it's those numbers that are puzzling. I think there's a DNA thing that's, that this thing is no, grabbed onto. No, what's, what's puzzling for me is the people that are fucking living. Look at all the kids. Zero kids. Yeah. There isn't anybody that I know of under the age of like 12 that has shown signs, symptoms, and death. But they're spreading it. Like they have it. Sure, they are. Them. That, They've got it. To me, that's, that's the curious part is, okay, so this, this virus doesn't show any effects of children yeah well the thing that frustrates me is like russ was or chuck was saying is the numbers don't add up is the fact that they do not specify if you die with covid or because of covid you're in the covid numbers that's correct for instance Derek's uncle he might have died i don't know if he died with covid He's he died on of that COVID. statistic as, Although, as opposed is, to dying because of COVID. So this is where the Chinese numbers are actually interesting to me. So the Chinese say that like 3,000 people died 
of COVID. I gotta pee. There's some. There's something like 2.2 million people that have fucking died because of COVID. Now I use air quotes on that because it's not. Con- the Chinese government isn't reporting it that way. They had COVID, but they not necessarily died of it. So yeah, but they're saying in, they smoked. You know, there's a lot of men. That's why. They, that's why they were saying men died because men smoked. You know, most yes. women don't smoke, and so most women aren't dying. But that's something they notice here too. Like men are dying of it that didn't smoke. Like more men in New York City caught this thing and died of it than women did, which is another interesting kind of uh, well, like we just don't of, know. Like there's just so much we don't know, and I think correct. that's there, where there the is tons of caution. Thing. And that's one thing that that's one thing that we do know, Russ, is the the lack of information. Yeah, and it's you know the I think why, and I still compare it to the flu. Um, not because it acts like the flu, not because it's killing people like the flu or it spreads like the flu, nothing about it. I compare it to the flu just in the realm of the, when you compare the death rates of flu versus the confirmed case, it, it timelines similar to, or not timelines, um, it mimics the curves. So whenever you, you take out all of the stuff that we know about the flu, and just look at confirmed cases and death rates. It's very similar. We know a ton of fucking information about the flu. The flu has been around for fucking decades. We just know a lot about it. And so we can project out what we know and say, okay, you know, Bob or my kids get the flu. I'm not going to the fucking doctor because I got the flu. Yeah, I so think it's, it's like I don't know if I've case. had this before. I, I still want to get tested for the antibodies. I, I guarantee, Russ, I guarantee you had it. Probably did, yeah. But I never went to the doctor. I just fucking, I almost did. I, I was couldn't breathe one night. And I thought about telling my wife to call and fucking take me to the hospital or something. Like it was that bad. Where, and I remember had something where I couldn't breathe. Um, I think the scariness and the reason that for the massive reaction is uh the the contagious aspect right like it's super contagious it's it's, the spike you know this whole flattening the curve this overwhelming of hospitals that's the big fear and it's happened well russ that's the thing it's a fear it's not danger it's it's a perceived danger well people all have died i mean people have overwhelmed hospitals like this has happened and it probably will happen again in places like Minneapolis, for example, if people just go out and say, oh, fuck it, you know, will there be a resurgence of this thing? We don't know. Then, That's the thing. Then you, you got to ask the question, herd immunity, because the numbers in California don't add up versus the numbers in New York City. Yeah. And the fact oh. that New York mitigated three or four days after California did. But yet California's numbers are so much lower because one of the one of the and you're not going to get Fauci or, or Burks to admit it. They said, well, the data is not complete yet. But what they're finding is that the numbers in California have the once ever all the testing is done, they're going to find that more like, like Chuck just said, you've probably had it. I think I had it. both my my, my my daughter and my wife had it. What they're going to find is that you've had it and you didn't it wasn't. Um, documented yeah. so that the numbers and see if, as we're exposed to it then that's where herd, herd humidity herd immunity builds up yes sir. 
I, I'm raising my hand again because I didn't want to interrupt because no, I like your good. comment. So I have a – this is super fucking conspiracy theory uh, shit that I have no problem believing whatsoever. What if this bullshit was fucking just engineered? Well, well they've proven that it hasn't been engineered. Have I mean, there's, there's DNA. Have they? Is it yeah. organic or is it genetically modified? No. Russ, they've they, posted they can't the genetic. Prove it. They've posted the genetic markers for the whole thing on the fucking internet, and said okay, this is they? what it is. You can find someone with it and pull up all the genetics from the fucking virus. It's a little. They call it Corona because it's got a little crown on it. I mean, we've seen the pictures, right? So it's it's not yep. a mystery as to how this thing came about. Like, it's. I mean, that yeah. That's. I would say that just based on engineering. <laughs> You know, in bi- bioengineering, there's easy markers for shit that's been engineered and stuff that came from a fucking bat or people eating shit they probably shouldn't. This whole thing with the deer. Have you seen this, this fucking thing that the deer are getting and they're telling people don't eat the deer and they're still going to eat the fucking deer and that's probably going to be our next outbreak. Anyway, go for it. <laughs> I have. So I hunt. And they're talking about the, the in not only the state, but the country is talking about potentially closing elk and deer season this next coming year because of yeah. this bullshit. Bullshit. I'm not going to get some fucking virus. Deer, deer and elk and fuck cows. Cows carry the fucking grossest diseases on the planet. Cook your fucking meat before you eat it, you fucking cannibal caveman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and some people aren't. And that's the thing is when it crosses from species to species, it's a DNA thing. Like the DNA matches up. So that person got that's how I bowl it. That's all all these fucking viruses. I don't think as far as the research Russ, as far as the research on did it come from a lab or did it come from some fucking wet market in Wuhan? I got no idea. However, and again, this is me being super fucking conspiracy theory okay with and i'm totally fine with being labeled a conspiracy theorist and fucking far out there but wuhan has a level four or level d whatever fucking virus shit lab in like in the city china has said in public you know we're looking at biological warfare you know we're developing biological warfare i have zero problem i i mean it's i have zero problem with them engineering it shit i have zero problem with them saying well yes we engineered it and we fucking released it on purpose doesn't bother me whatsoever i wouldn't even blink an eye at it but no okay as a betting man (laughs) i'm betting that that's but Right, like I'm just but no, I'm okay with it being see, bullshit. See, that's 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 where I get aggravated is because I have a harder time believing that some you know the WHO, right, the World Health Organization is saying, oh, it came from a fucking wet market. It came from a bat that fucked shit on a dog, that shit on a cat. Some yeah, well, age. that's that's part of how they research these things. That's genetic markers. Like, you can document that shit. It's super fucking, you know, complex. But there's people that, you know, again, it's sort of like 
from from how I've heard about this, because yeah, I kind of thought that like this could be, you know, some conspiracy. I don't believe everything I hear from the fucking media either, but just knowing, doing some research in that area and learning how genetics work and DNA works, like DNA, we live in an age where you break down fucking organisms down to math. And when all the math matches up with the fucking math from whatever it was, the bat, the deer, the fucking pig, you know, in uh, H1N1, um, like it's not a mystery. Like it's out there. People, if you understand this shit, you can research for yourself, break down the numbers like you're talking about with uh, engineering and go, okay, it wasn't engineered. It came from a fucking bat, you know. Now that's not just you know it's not even just our most likely maybe that happened it's 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 in the math from what I understand doing my own research um, the seven minutes <laughs> so, no, that like, was a, that, I'm with you I was actually like I said with h one n one I got really h one n one when that whole thing happened no, and I get it so like this virus actually fascinates me, you know, I did some minor research at the very beginning and found why they called it COVID, you know, talking about the crown. And I, you know, did some more research cause it's, we're all worried about the deaths of this virus. How about the people that live? So this, this thing has a bunch of hooks on its head and it grabs onto your lungs and it destroys your lungs. Yeah. And so your, your lung capacity is decreased. How do you measure that? So here I am, you know, I'm a 23-year-old, I don't know, basketball player coming into my prime and I catch this fucking disease. Yeah. Next year, I go out onto the court to play a game and I get maybe halfway through the, the first half and I'm fucking winded. Yeah. That could be a problem. Uh, that could be a huge problem. That's my profession is professional basketball. I kind of need to play the whole game. You know, so it's, how do you measure that? I mean, deaths is easy. It's a fucking number. Yeah. How do you measure decreased lung capacity in a 23-year-old? Yeah. You, you, you don't. You put him on a machine and go, you, you <laughs> yeah. probably can't breathe, man. Like, blow this little ball to the top of the thing. Yeah, right. And and keep it up there it's as long it. as you can. Yeah. <laughs> So Chuck, read the. It's watch 420. The next that bong hit. See how long you can hold that. Watch the next. Oh, more, cons- more conspiracy story. theory. Which one? Corey Feldman about the pedophile. Okay. Right? So that's that's another thing too. The the video you sent today talked about the um, the Clinton Foundation a being a yeah I don't uh, know. child child sex trafficking right. out of Haiti. I think it was right. And the, so, you know, it's, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I'm on board. We'll just believe this right, and just right. see where it goes. And then all of a sudden it, the video stops and, you know, there's a, a Bible verse on there talking about repent for your sins yeah, I know. and turn it, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, you know what guys, in all honesty, if you had left all that shit out, yeah, I could have been on board to watch yeah. this, but I know. are you fucking kidding me? Well, I wonder like, if oh, they Hiller. don't. I wonder if they don't throw that on there just to uh, try and capture the Christian, you know, the the evangelical right. 
Maybe. You know, I don't know. I'm with you, though. It, it To me, it just gets kind of interesting just to think about it. I don't bind it at all, but there's some stuff that I do. Um, because that Wuhan, that wet market, they don't have bats. It's seafood. Yeah, yeah. I so, know. like, really? I, well, so very early on, I uh, – was it on – I want to say it was on fucking YouTube. And it was just a – this guy talking about probability and statistics in all honesty. And he says, you know, I don't know anything. He goes, but I know this. And it was just, you know, fact A, B, C, and D. He goes, and none of it fucking matches what's being told. No, no. Now, you know, as far as the, you know, we talked about the Q on and the out of the shadows and what the hell was that video called today? Uh, JFK exposes uh, Pizzagate. Yeah. You know, how does all that link? It doesn't. It's coincidence. No no fucking mastermind, you know, linked the fucking COVID virus to, you know, this bullshit that QAnon's talking about. Now, it kind of plays into, well, you know, Q has always talked about getting the people quarantined to take over the government or some bullshit. And it, no, no one's fucking mastermind this shit. Um, I guess where I'm going with it though, is like what plays where these videos and this information plays into like my fears is the like, okay. So the public school in this state is talking about adding the COVID to the, required vaccination list mm-hmm. when they come out with a vaccine. So now I have the Gates Foundation that is openly talked about vaccinating the Kenya population and linking them to euthanizing these kids. You have the Gates Foundation or Bill Gates himself talking about population control. And now I have the fucking state telling me that I have to vaccinate my kids against this fucking virus that is, again, unfortunately, it's very similar to the flu. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Now I only have I only have my kids half time. I'm divorced, so I can't control what no. the other person does. And unfortunately, they're just out in left field anyway, and they don't fucking talk to me, and they so- just do what they fucking please. But. So here you have a foundation that's pushing for a fucking vaccine. The same foundation that's fucking okay with population control. Um, Whereas this, you know, the out of the shadows, they link fucking Bill Gates to the pedophile ring shit, which I don't know how any of those two connect. No, I don't either. (laughs) But I'm a betting man. Russ is back. Thanks, Russ. <laughs> but, you know, it, that's, that plays into my fears. And I have to understand that, you know, they are my fears. It's not danger yet. Um, but again, it's just all of the signs make sense to me. You know, they well, talked to Bill Gates. You know, the measles came okay back, with, though, right? Like, there's some of these immunizations that I think are smart because the fucking measles killed a lot of people and it made a comeback. Recently, Russ, one hundred and fifty fucking thousand people die every goddamn day. So we should just let the, the measles, measles wipe rampant. Like, like it's fucking sure. Dumb. Why not? You don't need to, you know, 
give your kids a. What's the difference between them, Russ? What's the difference between measles and fucking mal mal medical malpractice, malnutrition, opioids, malnutrition, opioids. I think you you DUI deaths. It's just different. Suicide, Russ. What suicide? That's the thing my wife and I have gone around on because I said I started pulling out statistics for. I said, state of Washington. Guess how many people died in car accidents last year? Boom. Yeah. Guess how many people died of opioid addict overdoses? Boom. Guess how many people died of suicide? Boom. You know, it's what's just the, that, those, what's the leading cause of death? It's just different. Like, you know, it's, it's, why? Why it's is it different, different, Russ? Because you don't catch suicide or opiate addiction. I remember recently I saw somebody posting like porn. Like, oh, it's a pandemic, like porn. I'm like, no, porn's not a pandemic. Like, you fucking click on, uh, you put in a website address to get your fucking COVID nineteen. Like, that's not, that's not a disease. Or, you know, uh, I always had a hard time in in recovery groups with calling alcohol a disease. I was like, I don't go to Seven Eleven and pick up a fucking six pack of influenza. Like, who does that? It's it's different. Like, it, sure, there's a behavioral disease thing going on, but disease when when it's by no fault of your own because some asshole takes their kid to school who's got fucking measles and then 30 kids in the class got measles and that scars you for the rest of your life like fucking measles scars there's people that still have yeah, I got chicken pox scars yeah and measles is even worse from what i understand measles is a horrible disease in la there's like a big homeless encampment where like fucking the plague and they're down there testing people and people are coming like you know it's just the way they're living there's these old medieval diseases okay I'm so me personally like, russ, med- russ medical medical malpractice that has nothing to do with me whatsoever it does if your kids get sick from somebody bringing their kids to school because they don't like measles vaccination no, if, if, if i die if i die i screw screw everybody else i'm talking about if i die if you die of what? Med- medical not practice. It's the same as if I die from COVID fucking 19. I have zero choice in that. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's society. And that's the interesting part of this conversation. How does society decide? And how do we trust who's, you know, telling who to get shots and that's exactly and obey traffic laws and things like that, right? Like, how, how can we trust you? And I think when it comes to something as complex as a as a, a a bio you know organism, most people just aren't going to wrap their mind around that, and they're going to have to trust someone. So, you know, what do we do? Like this is a an interesting social experiment that we're all living through, because that's kind of going on right now. You know, you have all these protesters that are like, well, "We're protesting this. And I don't like it. Like I just don't like it." And we don't really know. And, the, and the, even the scientists will say that. The people that are telling everyone to stay home. Well, if we all go out, is everyone going to die? Well, odds are, you know, if I'm a betting man, again, that fucking spike will overwhelm hospitals and we'll be fucked. And people who... No, not the people no, that see, that's... No, no, Russ, how many fucking... Stroke or Russ, know, high blood pressure. How many, peop- how many people die of the fucking flu every goddamn year? A lot. I haven't had a flu shot in 10 years, but I'll tell you what, this thing freaks me out. You're better off. Like, I know people that have died. Steve knows people that have died of this thing. Yeah. 
So, and Derek, he just talked, you know, he talked about his uncle and I'm yeah. not discounting any of that. It's, it sucks. It's sad. What I am talking about though, is how many people die from the flu every year? You're right. A lot of people die from the flu, but this is how many people get sick yeah. from the flu and have hospitalizations. So you think that, that somebody just decided that this flu, we're going to lock everybody up at home <laughs> because this one, no. this one is no, the one Russ, that, I don't, you know, the fucking Russ, shadow guy who made the conspiracy show or whatever. Like he's the one that like engineered. No, this whole thing. no I Russ, know. I don't, I don't think that all of a sudden somebody decided that we're going to jump on board with this fucking flu and right. blow it out of proportion. What I am saying though, is I don't see the numbers adding up in the realm of what I'm being shown. Yeah. What I don't I'll agree see, with like, you. Has my, has my life changed at all since this pandemic has happened? Zero. I go to work every fucking day, which I'm not really thrilled about. Um, there is a total of three people in my office. We uh, don't ever really exist in the same room ever. I mean, it's, we all have our own spaces in the, in this office that hasn't changed. We existed like this before this pandemic, right? You know, like it's my life has not changed. I'm not an outgoing person. I don't just randomly go and, you know, I'm the opposite of Steve. <laughs> Essentially, I don't need people to contact, you know, like interaction with human beings on, for the most case. I'm okay with being, well, I'm sitting at home by myself. Yeah, I'm okay with that. my job before all of this was being a Lyft driver and I was in an accident, which ended that. But that wasn't just it that ended it because, um, you know, I could have gone in the car and went back to work or something. But there's no business right now. Like, people are not mm -hmm. out there jumping into Uber and Lyfts right now. Like, it's the, the business has been so diminished that, you know, people are just leaving. People are renting the cars are just taking the cars back. Even though they cut the rental fees in half for the weekly rental, people still aren't able to make as much business. So they're taking the cars back. I mean, you know, stuff like that. And it's, it sucks. You know, what do you do? And, you know, I've got, I got a job speaking of the whole thing with uh face to face, eye to eye, you know, I did this thing trying to find a job for four years. And when my car, I get in an accident, I go to the towing company and I meet people there that I kind of knew Dick's towing, you know, the guy that works there, or the guy that runs the place. And, and I got a job there because I, they know me. I had some, yeah. skills, right. And, um, and then I get laid off because all the new hires are laid off. We're going to call you back when this is all over. Um, you know, it sucks. And then, and then pet boys, I get a job there. And then the guy's like, yeah, we're going to have you start on April 4th. And then he calls back on April 4th and says, yeah, sorry, there's a hiring freeze and shit like that. So now I'm uh, probably going to get up at three in the morning and see if I can file for unemployment. <laughs> so that's, my, that's my life with this thing. Sucks, buddy. Um, I got to for you at home, buddy. Yeah, what yeah. We better wrap this up. Hey, yeah. if you're watching, thank you that you stuck with us this long. <laughs> hey, I'm Chuck, by the way. That's Chuck. It says you're. I'm a long. I'm a long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling. First time visitor. 
<laughs> first time visitor. First time. Zo- this is actually my first Zoom meeting ever, guys. So I want really? you to. Yeah, I've never. Nice. Like, I don't need to have Zoom meetings. Yeah. Well, it's, as they say, where we go one, we go all. I. Hey, hey, hold on! I'm gonna cheers to that. I my glass never gets empty. I don't understand this. <laughs> it's a, it's a magic glass. I finished mine. Cheers. Like I, Stop, dipped into the, I dipped into the uh, Swedish fish. Oh, right. you Whoa. said you uh, you said you had uh, some moonshine of the peeps. The peeps, yeah. This is, tastes like is, Kool-Aid. And it doesn't even have that, that bite to it. Is that is better than... Yeah, so that's better than... Uh, oh, Steve left. I wanted to oh, say goodbye to him. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like, well, um, <laughs> is, the peeps, is the peeps better than the Swedish fish? It depends, you know. It's it's like Kool-Aid. It doesn't have that whiskey taste. Like, it doesn't have a bite to it. Like, this kind of tastes like fucking... What is that? That shit all the kids are drinking, the cinnamon stuff. What is that? you remember? No, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> what are all the kids drinking today? Oh, fuck. My daughter likes it. She's 30, by the way. All right? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's still watching out there. It's like she's 15 upstairs. What are you drinking? No, uh, fire something. Oh, fireball. Fireball, that's it. This kind of tastes like fire. Yeah. Kind of, but it's got more okay. of a bite to it. Like it's it's moonshine, so you smell yeah. it. It kind of smells like rocket fuel, but it tastes like cinnamon and rocket fuel. So there you go. Have you have you ever had rocket fuel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ethanol is probably pretty close to what you probably should, you should mm. ethanol. That'll fuck you. But alcohol will burn. When I burn. when I was a kid. I say kid, I was 21, maybe. Um, moved back to Pittsburgh. Called up a buddy of mine that, from high school. But, you know, let's hang out. I haven't been back in the city for a while. Let's, you know, get together. He comes and picks me up. And he has a mason jar. Very similar to this. Yeah. With some liquid in it, like this. Crystal clear. And I spin the top off the jar, pop the lid, and he kind of looks over like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to have a drink. I assumed it was moonshine. And I get to like here, and he kind of, you know, stops the car very abruptly, grabs it out (laughs) of my hand, and he's like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Why? He's like, oh, that's PCP. Oh, shit. Liquid PCP. What What the fuck are you doing with a mason jar with... (laughs) I I don't know what that volume is, but that's a lot. Yeah. You know, what the hell are you doing with it? He's like, oh, you know. Like, no, no, I don't. (laughs) don't I I have zero idea why you would have that. Oh, man. (laughs) Fucking kill me. Yeah. That would mess you up. That's a little bit. There was a guy that used to wander the streets here in, in, in Everett called Crazy Mike. And, and the story with him is that he ate, he ate, his girlfriend broke up with him, broken hearted, fucking teenager shit. And he ate a whole sheet of acid. And he just never was the same. 
like he overdosed, yeah. like it shrunk his brain and just like yeah. it stayed that way, you know. So, yeah. Well, hey, buddy, well, I'm gonna sign off. Okay. But it's been. It was good. nice seeing you, Russ. Yeah, it's been up. good hanging out with you, man. And, and uh, we'll have to zoom again sometime. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? This concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. Views expressed by Punk Theology are just that our fucking views. So get ready for a collective eye roll as I get the old Punk Theology robot to engage in some lawyer speak so we can cover our asses by explaining things that to most humans are painfully obvious. The podcast Punk Theology The website punktheology.com .org .net etc are for informational and entertainment purposes only and do not intend to supplement, replace or substitute any professional psychological, medical or legal or other counsel. The Punk Theology Group or The Punks make no representations of being healers, counselors, mental health experts or professionals in any way shape or form, artists, content providers and or guests on or of the podcast do not warrant an endorsement, recommendation, or seal of approval of Punk Theology, its current members, or past, present, or future guests. If you struggling with have specific concerns or feel you're in a situation in which you require professional, psychological, physiological, or medical advice, the punks implore you to please consult with an appropriately trained and qualified specialist. Punk Theology is the property of Digital Audio Project LLC, who is responsible for its content. Punk Theology is primarily funded by donations from generous listeners who have been impacted by its message. Go to punktheology.org or patreon.com slash punktheology to be a co-producer of the podcast. Thanks for your patronage, kindness, and ears that hear. The punks greatly value your listenership. Big hugs from all the punks and a big thanks for just effing doing and being you. I'll be back. That's a huge bitch! <laughs>